0: Politicians, billionaires, Nobel Prize winners, TED speakers, celebrities, astronauts, and more. Inspirational guidance, practical advice, and concrete solutions. Our Power Chat starts now.
1: Welcome to the 40th episode of 5 Questions with Dan Bell. As your host, my goal is to create the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just 5 questions. My guest today is singer, songwriter, poet, and producer Mike Posner. Born in Detroit, Michigan, Mike's father was a criminal defense lawyer and his sister is a civil rights attorney. While many people follow in their family's footsteps, he had a completely different career trajectory in the music business. While attending Duke University in 2008, he produced his hometown friend Big Sean's first mixtape. During his junior year, he followed up with his own mixtape, which led him to signing with J Records. Mike got his next big break after releasing his debut album, 31 Minutes to Take Off, when his first single, Cooler Than Me, reached number 6 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 list. Despite his newfound celebrity and financial success, he wasn't comfortable in the spotlight and struggled with depression. In 2015, he released his next single, I Took a Pill in Ibiza, which was later mixed by Sieb, gathering over 3 billion streams on Spotify globally. In 2017, he lost his father, who had battled with cancer, and performed at his funeral to commemorate his life and their relationship. More recently, on April 15th, he started his Walk Across America, a 2,800-mile journey from New Jersey to California, in order to get back to nature, meet a variety of people, and promote his new album, A Real Good Kid. In this episode, Mike and I have a conversation while he's in Gilberton, Pennsylvania. You can literally hear the nature in the background as he delves into deep thoughts that will make you rethink how you live your life. How has your journey walking across America impacted your life? Expanded it.
2: And my heart is more open. And I just feel like I've seen more than I saw
1: before. Can you explain that? It's
2: really easy to believe that, you know, um, other people's lives are basically some version of your life, you know, after you spend X amount of years living in one place, you know, hanging around the same people, doing the same things. um, You start to view other people through the lens that your life has created for you. Yeah, there's a tendency to think, um, yeah, this person in West Virginia, life is a little bit different, but it's like one or two clicks away from mine. And I sort of get what their life experience is about. But after, you know, walking through these places, you really don't. And, uh, and lives are very different than mine and my friends in a sort of inexplicable way. And uh, it, it's, it's cool to walk through these towns that I just never would have ever gone. No one would ever recommend to me, you know, walk through or drive through Gilbert and PA. You know, just no one will ever say that to me or you in your life, I guess, unless you listen to this podcast. And you know, that was one of the deepest experiences I had on the walk was walking through this tiny town that had once boomed and is now sort of depressed by um the fall of the coal industry, you know. So that's just one example and just meet different people along the way and have a little more compassion.
1: What do most people not know about fame and how to deal with it? I
2: wouldn't even say most people don't know it; they know it, but they don't believe it. I think in their heart um, is that it, it doesn't really solve your problems. Um, there's a tendency to think, "Hey, I have, I have these ten problems," and it's really easy to group to say, "Hey, the source of all ten of these problems is actually one problem." It's actually that I don't have enough money. And once I get enough money, all 10 of these will go away. Or some people, you know, it's kind of like, what's your flavor? Some people do that with fame. It's like, um, hey, I have 10 problems. And if I get more well-known, they'll all be solved. So it's falsely assuming that fame is the root problem of all my other problems. And for anyone that's ever attained fame, or ever made money, they quickly find out that not having enough money or not having enough fame was not a root problem. It was simply one of the 10 problems or maybe the 11th problem. And you solve that one and it did not fix the other ones. And now you're left with an overwhelming sense of disillusionment because, hey, this uh, the strategy I had, which was to become really successful or to um, become really famous or to make money that was going to solve my whole life, it didn't work. And I don't know what will work. And so this is a really scary moment. And this is a moment I had, it thankfully, at age 23 or 24. Um, I think a lot of people experience it as the cliche midlife crisis. And I was happy to experience that as a, as a young man because then I thought, okay, if that's not the answer, if notoriety and attention from the opposite sex and money, if those aren't the answers, then what is? And that's what my life is about now is exploring that question and reporting back to my audience.
1: That's what I do. And, and how have you found peace through the pain you've experienced and, and the loss? Uh, through presence. Yeah, just reel the mind back in
2: um, and take it off. It's sort of a roller coaster of tangential thinking and just reel it back into what's real now. Like right now, I'm walking on the side of a highway. Well, I wouldn't call it highway. Side of a road. There's no shoulder, no sidewalk. There's a siren going by. There's a light post next to me. My body feels the way it feels. I have some like warm feelings on my feet, a kind of tingling in my left arm. These things are all real. They're in capital R reality. My problems, if I have any right now, they're like that the edit on a music video I shot isn't done. And uh, they don't really exist in capital R reality. They're all sort of in my mind. It's kind of like a one size fits all solution. It's like I just come back to where I am and all things considered, there's nothing really wrong. There's things to take care of and things to do, but
1: nothing's wrong. And you have a bucket list. And on that bucket list, one of the items that stood out to me, there was like, you know, you wanna you wanna go to space on the bucket yeah. list, but you also have one that is meant to produce a younger artist. How would you help a younger artist?
2: Well, I think everyone appreciate having sort of a big brother. And uh, when I got into the music business i started making music at age eight and i started making money off music and doing it for a career when i was about 21 20 21 and i'm 31 now and when i first got into it as a young man i was just terrified i didn't know what the heck i was doing so i never had sort of a big brother or big sister to ask questions and um I think it'd be cool to be that for somebody else on the deep level,
1: and my final question is what is your best piece of career advice?
2: My best piece of career advice is worry about being good. Don't worry about being popular because if you worry about being good, you got a chance of being coming popular for the right reasons, and uh, if you just worry about being popular, you probably will fail, <laughs> and you won't be good. <laughs> Because <laughs> You won't be as good as someone who practices and um, why would anyone care about you if you're not popular? And if you, if you
1: do become popular, you're sort of popular for the wrong reasons. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Mike. To follow his journey, you can find him on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram, where he shares updates from his walk across America, new music, inspirational quotes, and live appearances.